Giannis Antetokounmpo is putting tons of pressure on the Milwaukee Bucks. This tells us a lot about team building under the new CBA that I want to talk about, but more importantly, could lead to some top draft picks for the Pelicans. Or why not just trade for him and bring him here to New Orleans? It's the Tuesday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Tuesday, we are back to five days a week here at Locked On Pelicans as we gear up for the start of the regular season. We have media day like two weeks away. I'm excited. I know you're excited too. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans part of your day. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And if you want to support the channel, comment down below on YouTube and become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday to the number one Pelicans podcast covering all of the topics you want to know. We're going to look at the Pelicans kind of through the lens of the Milwaukee Bucks today because their success or hopefully lack thereof can really impact this team in a variety of different ways, including people around the league thinking maybe there's a chance the Pelicans could actually land Giannis. So we're getting into all of that today. Don't forget we have the Locked On Pelicans Insiders group over on Subtext. The link is in the video description down below. I'm going to be texting you extra content, inside information, just able to interact with you. So I'm excited to be there. It's better than using Twitter. If you want to just shoot me a text, you can do it that way. I can respond to you. I can respond to everyone all at once. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to really be using that a lot throughout the season. 14-day free trial. Give it a whirl. See if you like it. If you don't, no big deal. It's $4.99 a month after that. See if you enjoy it. Give it a couple of days and uh, interact with me that way because I'm not really checking Twitter anymore. So let's get into today's show with Giannis. And this comes out, there's a couple of things from the past, say, week or two when it comes to him. You know, this is a guy that is a two-time MVP, one of the best players in the league. Just bar none, simple as that. Everyone wants Giannis. He is like a one-of-a-kind player, a unicorn, if you will. He's under contract this season for the Milwaukee Bucks. He's also under contract in the 2024-2025 year. And then he has a player option in 2025-2026. So given that his contract ends in a couple of years, and it's really a two-year deal, he's he's not going to pick up that player option for $52 million because if he signs a new deal then, it's going to probably start somewhere in the 70s. NBA contracts are about to get insane, y'all. But he's under contract this year, and then after that, he's essentially an expiring deal. And this puts tons of pressure on the Bucs to re-sign him. But he's come out and said he's not planning on signing an extension with the Bucs this offseason. He is extension eligible through the day before the start of the regular season, um, coming up in the next couple of days. But he's not going to sign an extension because you can only add three years by extending now. This is a similar situation as has been reported by Christian Clark of The Advocate of why Brandon Ingram isn't signing an extension right now. You just would earn less money if you do it now versus later. So that's not surprising, but it's 
him the other day going on, I forget the podcast that it was, and basically heaping tons of pressure on the Milwaukee Bucks saying that he wants to win a title. And if he can't do that in Milwaukee, he wants to go elsewhere. He is fine in Milwaukee the rest of his career, as long as they're trying to win a title and as long as they're doing what they can. So let's start with that because that comment I think is what's interesting to me about all of this. And it's going to kind of frame the discussion we're going to have in the next two segments. Okay. Does anyone doubt that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to try and build a contender around Giannis. Is there anyone out there thinking that as long as they have Giannis, they're not going to try? They're not going to be like, yeah, we'll make trades, we'll trade away future draft picks and all of those things, right? They're going to do that. They'll stay in the luxury tax to be competitive as long as Giannis is there. But that's where this gets interesting to me because they can spend the money to be as competitive as they can be. But under the new CBA with the repeater tax penalties and the second apron and things like that that you've heard about that I've covered on this show, if you're an everyday or you kind of know what's going on with the luxury tax situation, not just of the Pelicans, but how it works now under the new collective bargaining agreement that kind of governs how teams operate, governs the salary cap. So... The more time you spend in there and the more money you spend, they kind of take away team building options from you. Oh, that mid-level exception? No more. Oh, you want to sign cheap buyout guys? Can't do that anymore. You know, want to sign rookie deal, you know, play rookie players to this? Can't do that. They take away team building options. So the Bucks can be saying all the right things and have all of the right intentions of saying, we will compete around you, Giannis. But at a certain point, they're not going to be able to do it. It's as simple as that. This goes in, this is the case for basically every competitive team right now. This is why I've said I want the Pelicans to kind of go all in because no matter what, you're going to have to blow up your team in the next two or three years just because of the way the collective bargaining agreement works. Whether you're good or not, if you're over the luxury tax, you're going to have to blow your team up eventually. So the Bucks will. This means it goes for the Celtics, it's going to go for the Warriors, it's going to go for the Denver Nuggets, and a couple of other teams too. The Phoenix Suns are a great example of this. They're going all in right now, knowing that in two years, that's not going to, two, three years, that's not going to be their team, but at least they maximized this window. So Giannis, who's only 28, can say, yeah, as long as they're trying, I'm going to stay here. At a certain point, they can't try anymore. Yes, you might be able to have the money to spend. Okay, we'll keep paying the luxury tax, but when you can't add players on the mid-level exception and through other mechanisms, how much better can you keep making the team? When you can't take back extra salary in trades, how much better can you keep making the team? When you lose the option to get guys out on the buyout market, how much better can you keep making the team? And then you get into this Milwaukee Bucks roster and start to look at it. Basically, everyone around Giannis that is a key player for them is in their mid like early, mid, late 30s, that's not a great position to be in when you're most of these guys. They've been in the league for a long time. Chris Middleton is not young anymore. Drew Holiday has kind of struggled in the postseason. Middleton is 32. He's not aging particularly great. Drew Holiday, as much as we love him, has struggled at times in the postseason. He's also 33. You have Brooke Lopez, who's been amazing for him, and everyone in the league wants Brooke Lopez. He's 35. How much can this team keep doing these sorts of things? And I don't know what the answer to that is. 
You know, yeah, you have guys like Bobby Portis who feels way older than he is. He's only 28. You have Malik Beasley now who did well for the Los Angeles Lakers the past year or so. You know, but are those guys that are going to be like stepping up if Middleton doesn't play well, if Brooke Lopez doesn't play well? And I don't think so. So there's limits on what the Bucks are going to be able to do. So Giannis, they can have all the right intention and Giannis can say, as long as you're trying, yeah, I'll stay. But at a certain point, they just can't try anymore because they can't do it. And at that point, it feels like Giannis is going to leave. And that's why if you talk to people around the league and they were even talking about this on ESPN with Zach Lowe and his low post podcast that if the Bucks want to be smart about this, you've got to try and get out ahead of this. You can't go into next season, not this coming season, but next season with basically Giannis as an expiring deal, knowing that, okay, you know, even there, there's just nothing we can do here. We're kind of maxed out, especially if they don't want a title in the next two years and he's going to walk. So do you get out ahead of that and kind of proactively throw some feelers out there for Giannis to try and trade him? We'll look at that in the third segment of today's show about the Pelicans trading for him. I still think it would be a long shot at best, which does mean, though, if he goes to another team or just simply like leaves, right, and the Bucks are bad, two thumbs up for New Orleans because they kind of control the Milwaukee Bucks' future. Let's look at the future draft picks and what that looks like if Giannis ends up leaving the Bucks. which after explaining it to y'all, yeah, that seems like it could be a very realistic possibility. And all of those things, well, we'll get into that. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action because the app is super easy to use. And they have a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. That's super easy. I love the same game parlays. You want to take the Saints to beat the spread to cover and the over, you can do that. Or actually the under is what I took. And I'm recording this before the Panthers Monday night game. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans, your first listen today and every day. We are here Monday through Friday, the number one Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you want to support the channel, comment down below on YouTube and become an everydayer. Listen Monday through Friday or let me know that you're an everydayer in the comments down below. And don't forget, join the subtext Locked On Pelicans Insiders. There is a link in the description. I'll post it on Twitter as well. It's my way to interact with y'all. You can text me your questions. You can text me show ideas, questions that you want to have answered, thoughts that you just have, things you want to share. It's going to be a way for me to be myself with y'all a little bit more in a way that's far easier than Twitter breaking all the time right now. So I'm excited about it. You'll get inside info, things that I hear I'm going to put there instead of tweets, thoughts that I have, going to throw it there. I'm looking forward to it. It's a 14-day free trial. You should sign up and give it a try. So we're talking about Giannis leaving the Milwaukee Bucks, which really could happen as soon as like next season. I don't think they're going to end up letting him go this season, but maybe this coming off season. So like a year from now, could Giannis be on a different team? And if he does, that Bucks team is garbage. They'll look to trade Chris Middleton. They'll look to trade Drew Holiday and they'll look to just blow it up. And as I said, they're limited on what they can do. 
and will be limited on what they can do in the future. And Giannis is going to know that. They also don't control their future draft picks because the Pelicans do. Not me, as I'm pointing to myself on YouTube, but the Pelicans do in general. And it starts essentially this year in in the 2024 draft. So after this season, the Pelicans have a first round pick swap option with the Bucks. So they either get their pick or the Bucks pick. They choose basically whichever one is going to be better. And let's be realistic. If they're not trading Giannis this year, they're going to keep their pick and the Bucks will keep their pick and there's going to be no pick swap or anything like that. But if Giannis is traded next off season, 2024, the 2025 draft, the Pelicans kind of have some of the Bucks picks here. They have a Bucks pick from the Drew Holiday trade, which was traded to the Portland Trailblazers in the deal for CJ McCollum. However, I believe it is top four, though it is a little kind of tricky with all of this, but I believe it's top four protected. So if they do trade Giannis, and completely gut the team and blow it up, that draft pick easily could be a top four draft pick because that team should be bad. And the Pelicans can reap the benefits of that. So in 2025, there's a Bucks pick that they could get, but has been traded to the Blazers, which was then traded to the Pistons, which was then traded to the Knicks. But there's a small chance that the Pelicans could get it. But let's skip that. Let's say they don't. You know, say they trade Giannis and then that team's still middling enough. They don't trade Drew Holiday. They don't trade Chris Middleton. Now is when you really start to get into the meat of two more options for the Pelicans with this. The 2026 draft, it's a pick swap. So whichever pick is better, the Pelicans get. If their pick's better, they keep it. If the Bucks pick is better, the Pelicans get it. And then the year after that, 2027, we're going out to the future. Who knows if like Earth is still going to be here then. Well, they have an unprotected Bucks first round pick. So there's realistically two picks, I think, that could be very valuable for New Orleans. So when we hear and talk about them trying to make a trade and maybe they don't want to include things in, and could they have gotten a deal done for Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt from Utah like the Lakers did last season and they made an offer? You know, could they have gotten that done if they included one of those Bucks picks? Maybe, maybe. If you added a little more draft capital to that, but are those Bucks picks a little too valuable right now, given the unknowns around Giannis and the heaps of pressure that he's putting on this Milwaukee Bucks team right now? And that pressure might simply be they need to trade him because they know that they're not going to be able to keep him happy. So get out and trade him before a trade request comes in. And I think that is maybe what the Pelicans are looking at when it comes to some of these draft picks that they go, okay, we can't put those in just a smaller deal because those kind of have like home run potential. Not that they're boom or bust, but the boom opportunity for them is pretty large. And I don't disagree with that. Those picks become incredibly, incredibly valuable in the future if Giannis, for whatever reason, is not going to be on that Milwaukee Bucks team, whether he's here in New Orleans. And we'll get into some weird trade scenarios here in a second because it's kind of funny once you think about it or on another team. But this is going to impact the Pelicans and how they operate at the trade deadline. They need to add something, right? feels like they're missing a little something that you want them to kind of go and get whatever that position might be. Ideally, you know, maybe a center uh, player. But can you include one of those Bucks picks in there just yet? And I don't think so. And that also might mean you can't really include some of your picks and things like that because of the pick swap options and 
all of that stuff. And it's not like you can trade the pick swap options anyway, but you get what I'm saying. These picks all of a sudden look way more valuable for New Orleans. And a show that I'm planning on doing is looking at where the Pelicans trade assets rank in comparison to some others around the league. I think this is going to elevate them up like a spot higher than maybe what I was expecting him to be they're they're certainly in the top five but could they get into the top three you know I have one or two teams that I think are well above them when it comes to trade assets but you start to look at this potentially combustible situation with the Milwaukee Bucks and maybe combustible is not the wrong word it's not like this is going to blow up right this would just simply be Giannis being like yeah I want out like trade me or the Bucks being like okay we're not going to keep be able to keep doing this our window has closed we need to start thinking ahead because we don't need to pay billions of dollars to try and make this team good only for Giannis to still want out so if that ends up happening these draft picks for the Pelicans look real good real good and you might want to keep those if you're also going to be in your own bad salary cap situation. And as I said, what we talked about in the first segment doesn't really have a ton to do directly with the Pelicans. And one thing I try and do on this show is make it relate to the team that you're interested in. You're not interested in if I talk about the Bucks. You're probably not interested if I talk about the Bulls or other random teams. It's got to relate back to the team that you're a fan of. The team that it literally says locked on Pelicans here, right? That's important. One, because it feeds into the other stuff about if Giannis leaves, here's why he might leave. So it's relevant to talk about all this other stuff. But all those team building problems I said apply to New Orleans. You've heard me talk about this a lot. This is why I said I didn't think they were going to make a big deal at the trade deadline last year. It's why I was probably the only person saying I would not be shocked if they keep Jackson Hayes. And they did keep Jackson Hayes because they were worried about the salary cap for this season. So all of that's relevant to the Pelicans too. And you know what? How you can kind of replace some of those guys you need to get rid of because they cost too much? Draft picks. Cost-controlled young guys that outperform their rookie deals. You get those only through draft picks, ideally lottery picks. So these Bucks picks look very, very valuable, I think, at a certain point in time. Maybe right now to the New Orleans Pelicans. But if those picks are so valuable, those picks are so valuable... Would the Bucs want them back? Would the Bucs want those picks back in exchange for Giannis? It's not as far-fetched as you think. And oh, the irony is so good. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Jace Medical. Look, you don't want to be caught unprepared. Everyone is running into supply chain shortages. We have natural disasters, hurricanes, things like that here in New Orleans, in the Gulf South. You need to be prepared for all of that and to take care of you and your loved ones. And that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Have the medication and Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. You need this in your hurricane kit. And you can save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code Locked On at checkout over on JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com, promo code Locked On. I got one of these. It's in my hurricane kit. If I ever need to evacuate, I've got these right there. Go to JaceMedical.com and use promo code Locked On. 
And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about the Pelicans, the number one Pelicans podcast. Media Day is about to be here before we know it. And we'll be covering it live. And it means you're going to be want. Uh, you're going to want to be part of the Locked On Pelicans Insiders group over on Subtext. The way to join is in the description down below. They got a 14-day free trial. I get to text you. You can text me. Send me your questions. Just send me your thoughts. When thoughts jump into my head, instead of posting them on Twitter, they're going to go there. So try the 14-day free trial. If you like it, that's great. If you don't, that's okay too. The podcast is still going to be here, but this is your way to interact with me on a much more personal level. $4.99 after the first 14 days. It's awesome. Ross Jackson does it with the Locked On Saints podcast too. He has a great group of people. I subscribe to his. It's a lot of fun to be able to just kind of get his thoughts, things that don't make it into the show. There's going to be additional content too, statistics and other things that I find interesting that just don't make it into the show. All going to be put there. We'll have exclusive Q&As and other videos as well. So go subscribe. The link's in the description below. So we're talking about Giannis leaving the Bucs and it's going to make the Pelicans draft picks that they have from the Bucs from the Drew Holiday trade way better. That's great. Okay. You know what's better than Bucks draft picks though? Having the best player on the Bucs on your team, Giannis in New Orleans. It sounds crazy, right? But actually, is it? I don't think it's far off. And I mentioned the Low Post podcast earlier in the show here, and they looked at the top 9, 10 teams that could maybe trade for Giannis, and they listed the Pelicans as the third most likely. That's pretty wild to me that you have national media being like, no, the Pelicans make a lot of sense for this trade and we can see it happening. That is something that excites me very, very much. If the Bucs know they're going to really bottom out and know that those picks that they could have, that the Pelicans own, are super valuable, wouldn't you rather those than the draft picks from any other team? Look, you're going to have the usual suspects on there. The Miami Heat, right? The Los Angeles Lakers. The Golden State Warriors are going to be in there too. Would you rather have a Lakers draft pick when Giannis is on the team, maybe with AD and LeBron James. Do you really want a draft pick that from a team that has Steph Curry and Giannis on it or whatever the Miami Heat have to offer? No, you don't. You'd rather have the good picks, which are going to be the Bucks picks. So in some weird twist of irony here, is there a possibility of sending every Bucks thing back to New Orleans or back to Milwaukee and the team just gets Giannis? And then in a se- in a sense, right? A equals B equals C kind of thing. So A equals C, is it transitive property? I was an English major. But in a sense, that means you've traded Drew Holiday for Giannis. There would need to be other things included there. Honestly, potentially, including one of Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson, and more likely for the Bucks, Zion Williamson instead of Brandon Ingram. I'll tell you this now, and y'all know that I'm a big Zion guy. I'm a big Zion guy in sense of like go down the ship trying to make it work with Zion. I wouldn't trade Zion for, I wouldn't have traded him for Kevin Durant. I wouldn't have traded him for, I still wouldn't trade him for Damian Lillard. I would trade Giannis, or I, would, I would trade Zion for Giannis. I would do that in all of the Bucks pick, picks plus some other picks and put Giannis on this team. Giannis, a two-time MVP, a seven-time All-Star, five-time All-Defensive guy, a former Defensive Player of the Year. 
Yeah, that he's a seven-time All-NBA guy too. That's the type of guy that I want on this team. 28, he'll be 29 this season, totally fine. His game should age very well, I think. And he is such a talented player that I would absolutely include Zion with all of those Bucks picks back to Milwaukee for Giannis and whatever other salary you needed to make it work. I'd ideally like to do it where you send CJ out with whatever picks you need and probably a guy like Trey Murphy too. I would still do that for Giannis and I'm a big Trey believer. I would move almost anything off of this team to bring Giannis here, especially if you compare him with Zion and BI. Would you do that? Let me know in the comments down below or better yet, join the subtext and text me whether you would or not. But those picks look like they could be very valuable. So a couple of things with all of this. What you kind of are rooting for if you want to see Giannis on the Pelicans. First and foremost, you want the Miami Heat to trade for Damian Lillard like right now. I think that's where Lillard's going to end up. But at that point then, the Miami Heat aren't going to have anything they can offer for Giannis. Lakers, we don't need to totally worry about. You also need to be concerned about teams like the Oklahoma City Thunder, who if I when I do kind of those trade asset rankings, they're going to be the number one team. They just need to get good right now so that they feel they don't need to trade for Giannis. I don't know if that's ever actually going to be a thing, but that's kind of really what you're hoping for with a team like that. Um, same for a team like the Orlando Magic, I think, that could really get into the mix. They're going to be an intriguing team, much improved, near 500, I think, this year, if not a little bit better than that. My co-host on Wednesday's Locked On NBA, John Corrales, predicted 46 wins or something like that for this Magic team next season, which is kind of wild to me. You want them to be so good they feel that they can't part with Paolo Bancaro or Franz Wagner, who just looked great in the FIBA World Cup for Germany. So you kind of need a couple of things to happen here to maybe break it right for the New Orleans Pelicans. And it's also Giannis. Like, I don't know if the Magic or Thunder would ever be like, no, we're so good. We don't need someone like that. When I'm sitting here saying, yeah, I would trade Zion for him. Would you trade Zion for Giannis? Would you trade Brandon Ingram for Giannis? Would you give up all of the draft picks for Giannis? Because I would. And I think there is, I want to say it's a realistic possibility, but it's not zero that's for sure. So I love hearing Giannis kind of pile the pressure onto the Bucks and the Bucks knowing, well, we can't actually do all the things that you're asking for because that just means it's maybe a step or two further for him leaving. And whether he comes to New Orleans or not, it's only good for the draft picks that they're going to own. So all of this pressure that he's putting on that team, great by me because that's only going to improve the fortunes for the New Orleans Pelicans. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Thursday live show, 7 p.m. Central. I will see you there. A couple shows in between now and then. I am looking forward to it. We are back to five days a week for y'all, the number one Pelicans podcast. And I'll see y'all tomorrow.